Check one, two, one, two. Is this thing working? You're listening to Rabbi Ariel Scholklapper, the wisdom and tools you need to thrive. Welcome back. We're going to jump into step 12. We made it to step 12. I'm so excited. Rav Ariel here. I got all my show notes here. Yeah, I'm so excited. I've got quotes. I've got 10 quotes today. So jump into step 12. I've been doing this process because I got through my step study and I want to be of service. And I love quotes and I love to transcribe quotes. And I didn't want my step study to be over quite yet. I wanted to continue to take in some of the lessons that met, felt so meaningful to me through my step study process. And I was feeling so much better after my step study than I did before. And I really wanted to share that into the world. But as a codependent in recovery and an addict in recovery, I also recognize that taking on sponsors uh, sponsees being a sponsor felt like too much of a commitment. And this is actually common in the codependent community is people need to be careful not to be too much of a caretaker of others. because we're learning how to take care of ourselves. So I figured this is a great way for me to share and be of service without doing the taking on a sponsee thing yet. Maybe eventually I will. But this has been great. I've loved this process. It's helping me a lot. I know that there are people who are really benefiting from it as well from listening to it. And hopefully this can be inspiration for you on your path. And you can also see that there are many ways to be of service. So step 12, Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other codependents and to practice these principles in all our affairs. That's the question is, how can I be of service? How can I carry this message? And how do I practice these principles in all of my affairs? Quote number one, inviting someone to a meeting is a powerful way to help others. Going to our meetings and sharing how recovery works for us is another way to carry the message, unquote. So yeah, you can show up to meetings. You can invite others to meetings when you see they're suffering. That could be a little tricky because you don't want to be presumptuous that people want that. And it can be subtle. But also, when you go to recovery meetings and you share how the recovery is working for you, then that actually gives the people in the room hope and inspiration that they that there's light at the end of the tunnel. If they're feeling like they're super stuck, they can actually benefit a lot from hearing just hearing you. A few people have shared that that kind those kinds of shares are really powerful. It gives people a hope at the end of the tunnel through the steps. Quote two, sometimes we share bits and pieces of our story. Other times we tell more. By telling our story, we help others and ourselves. By listening to others talk, we become helped. Talking about ourselves, what we're learning, what we're facing, and what we are overcoming is a powerful way to carry the message, unquote. 
Yeah, this is another quote along the same lines. It's a powerful reminder to ourselves of our progress and the tools that we've gained. And also listening to other people and hearing their recovery can sometimes land in you like, oh yeah, that's something I could totally learn from. It's another area to stretch in. I, I forgot about that. Let me let me integrate that into my own process. There's hope there too. Quote number three, the most powerful form of helping others comes from helping ourselves. When we do our own work, feel our own feelings, change our own beliefs, and take care of ourselves, when we're honest and open about who we are and what we're working on, we affect others more than by our best intentioned helping gestures. We cannot change others. But when we change ourselves, we may end up changing the world. Unquote. I can't tell you how true this is. It may not seem like it if you're at the very beginning of your steps and you're just listening to this now, but learning to actually change your own feelings, beliefs, do your own self-work, be honest about what your needs are, that's the most inspiring change that you could possibly give to other people. I can't tell you how many times sharing insight and my own process or hearing other people share their own process impacts other people and me. Real recognizes real. Be honest, be truthful. Quote number four. Some of us want so badly to bring those we love with us on this journey, but we cannot. That decision is not our choice. The only person we can take on this journey for certain is ourselves. Unquote. It's so tempting. We get to step 12 and we're like, everybody should know about this. The people you care about. That's a hard, it's kind of a little bit heartbreaking, honestly, sometimes. It's, you can start to see how other people are suffering and they could use this to benefit their lives, especially the people who we love so much, our family members, our close friends, people in our surroundings. But... It's, yeah, it is hard to see other people stuck, but also we have to recognize that we cannot take other people on this journey. That's codependency. We need to just do our own work, stay in our own lane. Quote number five, understand this, my friend, we do not ever help anyone or have one iota of positive influence on them by standing or staying in the darkness with them. Ignoring ourselves does not benefit us, and it does not help others, unquote. Oof, wow. I mean, that's another one of those that hits a little hard, especially if you're a person who's a caretaker. It's just, we can show up for other people, and we will, and we do, but we can't self-abandon in order to help them. And we are the only people that are going to be responsible for showing up for ourselves. That's the only way that we can ultimately help other people. And there are people who just want to be in the darkness. They just want to stay there. I'm sorry to say that. They just, they actually like it. They're comfortable there. Or they don't have another way, but they're just not ready to move out of there yet. And you going there with them is not going to help them and it's not going to help you 
You're just going to be frustrated. You're going to frustrate them too. You're going to overcrowd them. Like that's a, that's a tough one. If you're a healer caretaker quote, number six, the most powerful and positive impact we can have on our family is to lead a happy, is to lead a healthy, happy life, unquote. Yeah, this is a program of attraction, not promotion. So let people see the importance and the improvement of the process that you're in. And if they want it, they'll come and get it. That's all you can do, really. Quote number seven, all people are always changing. If I try to judge them, I do so only on what I think I know of them, failing to recognize there is much I do not know. Unquote. We've got to be careful not to be self-aggrandizing or start to look down on other people because we're not God. Our job is never to judge other people and we can't know the other person's truth. So we stay focused on our own path and allow others to have their own path too. Quote number eight. Oof, this one. It can also be terminal. We may develop stress-related illnesses that can kill us, or we may spend our lives walking around wishing we were dead. Unquote. Oof. The stakes are high, people. I mean, this is no, this is no joke. There is legitimate self-harm through anxiety and depression, high blood pressure, being so depressed that we feel despair or even suicidality. There, this is terminal. This can be terminal. And I think from what I've seen, and I guess we'll talk about this more in the next one too, but this is, I, my opinion, is the base of all addiction, whether it comes to food or substance, even process, is that if we're actually out of alignment with our codependency, which we're not in recovery, then actually it leads to really a miserable life. It's really important. It's why I'm doing this. So I'm doing it for myself, but it's certainly why I'm, why I'm also sharing it with others. Quote number nine. What's clear from talking to people and listening to their stories of recovery is that those who are making the most progress in finding the most freedom from their codependency are those who work the steps and allow the steps to work in their lives. Unquote. You can't make it up. I mean, I've seen it so many times with so many people who go on for months and months and months and months and months just telling the same story, blaming other people, talking about stuff that is just, they're stuck on a loop. And then they start working the steps and now all of a sudden you start hearing a share that is recovery-based that actually has something to do with working the steps in their lives, of taking responsibility, of having hope, of noticing moments of improvement. I've felt it myself too. I'm not saying this in a way to diminish other people and where they are, but the steps are so critical. It's not 
it's not a, a your imagination. It actually makes a huge difference in your own process, and I've seen it in the process of so many other people who have worked the steps. I mean, this is one of the reasons that my sponsor told me this. My first sponsor told me this. He said, um, we need to go through the steps quickly right off the bat because we need to just get through them so that we start to feel a sense of the relief that comes from actually getting through the steps. We can go back and do the steps more thoroughly again, and we should, and we will continue to, but do it quickly. So I do recommend just going through and listening to all the steps. Get through them, work them to the best of your ability, but quickly, and then go back, and then go deeper, and then be more thorough, and then continue that process. But the steps actually make a huge difference. They really do. And last quote for step 12. I'm not separate from God. I'm not an outsider knocking on the door, cringing in fear, waiting to be let in. I can take God's hand and be co-creator, allowing God to take the lead. I'm not helpless. I have choices. We have choices. One choice we have is not to be victims anymore. This is a lesson I find myself facing again and again. Always, I must learn it before I can move forward. I must transmute my present circumstances and allow myself to be transformed by them. I cannot do this when I'm a victim. I'm not an outside, I'm not outside of the creator. I am a creation. Now, finally, I'm connected to myself. I awaken to God and I awaken to myself. And I'm learning how to be connected to others. I can look to them to love and comfort me, but I'm learning that nurturing the frightened child within is my job, and I will be in trouble when I run around the world expecting someone else to do that job for me, unquote. It's such a beautiful quote, not only of learning our proximity to and relationship with and unshakable bond with the Creator, of being creators, but also of dropping the victim mentality, of dropping that every time it comes up, and it may come up repeatedly over the time of feeling like, woe is me, recognizing our own power on this planet, and then being able to be in healthy relationships with other people, recognizing that it's that we can accept love, we can receive love, and we want to, but the ultimate job of comforting, nurturing the child within you is your job. There's no other person who's ever going to do that. And if we are searching for that, then we will be suffering for a very long time. And these are the promises of the 12 steps that when you connect with yourself, with your creator, when you start to go with the flow, when you reject victimization, then you'll start to have healthy, loving relationship with yourself, with others. You'll have a healthy inner nurture. You'll learn how to care for yourself. And you're never going to make other people into your higher power again or seek unhealthy or unreasonable or impossible relationships, expectations outside of yourself. You'll learn to love and heal and soothe yourself. 
I'm going to do one more short episode on working the program and the ways that we might get stuck in that and ways to keep doing it. So look for that one little bonus episode. Keep coming back. It works if you work it and you are so worth it. I'll see you in the bonus episode. To stay updated on new episodes, subscribe on iTunes or follow on Facebook.com slash Rabbi Shulk. That's Rabbi Shulk, R-A-B-B-I-S-H-O-L-K.